Welcome to Maverick Messages. My name is Alana Rappinchuk, senior at Providence Baptist College. This podcast is all about allowing God to work in your life and encouraging one another in Christ. We're going to be tuning in to some of our greatest preachers of all time. And it's up to you if you're yielded and want to be helped. So if you're ready to be inspired and change your life for the better, take a listen. Take your Bibles, turn to Daniel chapter 1. Daniel chapter 1. Daniel chapter 1. I have some misconceptions about healthy eating. Seems to be the thing these days. I've heard that cardiovascular exercise can prolong life. Is that true? Your heart is only good for so many beats. That's it. So don't waste them on exercise. (laughs) Everything eventually wears out. Speeding up your heart rate will not make you live longer. That's like saying you can extend the life of your car by driving faster. Want to live longer? Take a nap. Should I cut down on meat and eat more fruits and vegetables? You've got to grasp the logistical efficiencies here. What does a cow eat? and hay, and corn, and these are, what, vegetables. So a steak is nothing more than an efficient mechanism of delivering vegetables to your system. If you need grains, eat chicken. Beef is also a good source of field grass, green leafy vegetables, and a pork chop can give you 100% of your daily uh, daily recommended allowance of vegetables. How can I calculate my body fat ratio? Duh. If you have a body and you have body fat, your ratio is one to one. I guess if you have two bodies, then your ratio is two to one. Aren't fried foods bad for you? You haven't been listening. Foods these days are fried in vegetable oil. Vegetable oil. In fact, they're permeated in it. How could getting more vegetables be bad for you? What's the secret to a healthy eating? Thicker gravy. Will sit-ups help prevent me from getting a little soft around the middle? Definitely not. When you exercise a muscle, it gets bigger. You should only be doing sit-ups if you want a bigger stomach. Is chocolate bad for me? Are you crazy? Cocoa beans, another vegetable. Best vegetable around, as a matter of fact. And finally... What are some of the advantages of participating in a regular exercise program? Sorry, I can't think of any. My philosophy is no pain, good. (laughs) All right. We are in Daniel chapter 1. Let's take a look at verse number 6. Now among these were the children of Judah, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, Ezariah. Some people say that's my shack, your shack, and a bungalow. Unto whom the prince of the eunuchs gave names, for he gave unto Daniel the name Belshazzar, and Hananiah, Shadrach, to Mishael, uh, Meshach, and Azariah, Abednego. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with a portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore he requested of the, eunuch, of the prince of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. Now God had brought Daniel into favor and tender love with the prince of the eunuchs. If anybody should have 
had a reason to gripe and moan and complain, it would have been Daniel. There he is, probably teenaged. He's in a foreign land, doesn't hardly know anybody there. No family there, maybe, maybe a couple of the friends that he mentioned in here. Strange customs, strange food, and yet in spite of all this, the Bible says that now God had brought Daniel into favor and tender love was the prince of the eunuchs. So what's the application? Well, we just had Valentine's Day here not too long ago, and some speakers have spoken on that. And Ms. Hall and I have our 45th wedding anniversary coming up in about a month. And so I'm here to tell you, thank you, thank you. I'm here to tell you that sometimes it takes a lot of grace. When you're talking about relationships, one with another, sometimes it just takes a lot of grace. The definition of grace in this particular contents is to confirm dignity, favor, or honor upon another, to defer to another. Sometimes as we go through life, we just have to understand things aren't going to work the way you want them to work, and if you want a relationship to work out, you're just going to have to exercise a little grace sometimes. <clears throat> tell you a story about this young couple it's not me this young couple got to know one another she was lost at the time little presbyterian gal knockout brunette <clears throat> i'm told and um and this guy was a new evangelical just had new american standard bible went to movies swimming pool all that kind of just didn't know any better just didn't know any better well, one time at going to the swimming pool, he saw this little brunette that was there. She was a lifeguard. Yep. And so, in order to get her attention, this guy did what most guys do, something stupid, just so she'll notice, right? So she was a lifeguard, and when she came to the swimming pool, she would wear jeans. She was lost. She'd wear jeans and take them off and throw them up against the fence over at the side. So this guy got a hold of her jeans, put them on, and went off the high diving board with them on and split them. <laughs> Made a real impression, to say the least. Later on, she was involved in teaching a, a, a lifeguard class, and he was taking the class. And so one of the exercises she had to do was throw a ring buoy out and to save a drowning individual. And so she's coming up and down, up and down, drowning individuals. So he takes the ring buoy, throws it, and it goes chunk right down over her head bruises her nose scratches her ears right over her head. and so she goes to sink to the bottom like she's drowning and all he's doing at the top is laughing <laughs> needless to say sometimes it takes a lot of grace they were out going back to their dormitory one time and uh, it was raining out <clears throat> and he had an aquarium in in his dorm room and, and the fish in there liked eating worms. And so they're walking back, and it's starting to rain a little bit. And you know how it happens when it's raining. The night crawlers come out and start walking. I said, oh, look at all these worms here. Here, quick, grab some, grab them, grab them. Put them in your pocket. So she's putting them in her pocket of her coat that she had, kind of shaking her head every once in a while. It just takes a lot of grace. Well, time went along, and it was time for the engagement. And Mr. Romantic, of course, ladies understand, for us guys, the whole trick is she can't know when. It's got to be a surprise. Now, for you, it's romance, right? 
You don't care a lot. You just want it to be romantic and sweet. And for us, that, none of that stuff matters. But it just, we have to surprise. It has to be a surprise. Okay? It has to be a surprise. So it's her 20th birthday. And he goes, oh, I know. So he has her go out to the garage. And in the garage, says, hey, what's that over there? And he reaches into the toolbox, pulls out the, wedding, the, the engagement ring. She turns around and looks. And he says, will you marry me? Now she rolls her eyes and then said, sure. <laughs> so time goes by, wedding rehearsal time. And so it's a wedding rehearsal the night before the wedding, going through everything. And, and everybody's there and nobody's doing anything. Like five, ten minutes go by and everybody's just sitting around looking at each other. So this guy figured, well, maybe I'm supposed to run the rehearsal. Didn't know. It was the first wedding I'd been part of. <clears throat> Not me. It was the other guy. <laughs> and, and so he runs the wedding rehearsal. You know, tells everybody where they're supposed to be and come down the aisle doing all that kind of stuff. They get back to her house that night, had the wedding supper there, and she's furious. And she goes, I'm not marrying you. And he goes, why? She says, you have to be in control of everything. You have to run everything. It has to be the way, and this guy said, but nobody was doing nothing. I just thought that's how it was supposed to be. She says, I don't care. I'm not marrying you. I said, well, you have to. They already gave the gifts. And, and we're not giving them back. The guy said they're not, that they weren't giving them back. Sometimes it takes a lot of grace, ladies. <clears throat> Early in the marriage, they move a 1,000 miles from home. She gets mad one time, grabs the car keys, throws them at him. He laughed. Don't laugh. <laughs> she grabs the keys, goes out the front door, slams the door, and he just sits there. About two minutes later, she comes back in the door. Well, I don't have anywhere to go. I don't know anybody. Just takes a lot of grace sometimes. We needed a second car. We didn't have a whole lot of money. So he goes, I know what I'll do. I went out and bought her a motorcycle. Amen. Not I, the guy. The guy. <laughs> the other guy. He bought her a motorcycle, and for year and a half, two years, that's the car she drove. A little Honda, take her culottes, hitch them up, jump on the thing, and off she'd go. <laughs> guy pulled up beside her one time, and it was just a little Honda 200 or something. You know, a guy pulls up beside her, he goes, aim, aim. She goes, smile sweetly. Light turned green, she beat him off the line. I, I'm told. <laughs> yeah. They decided they wanted to wallpaper their kitchen one time. That couple never came closer to a divorce <laughs> than trying to wallpaper. And, and from what I understand, you never wallpaper a kitchen for your first time out. It's like the worst possible thing. Finally, about 11 o'clock at night, I quit. I don't care if you ever finish this. I'm, I'm going to bed. And she walked off. Sometimes it just takes a lot of grace. Later on in the marriage, she'd been drug around the world. Germany, Korea, foreign country of Alabama. 
He snores. Sometimes it just takes a lot of grace. If you're going to have a relationship, sometimes it just takes a lot of grace. Now, that's not to say that he didn't have to have a lot of grace, because he did too. The first time he asked her out, she said no. Now, as I understand, that's the only gal that ever said no. And later he told me, I fixed her, I married her, now she can't say no anymore. First date they went on, they went to the fair, had spent money on a fair, spent money on those coin toss things, you know, where they got the glass dishes and cups and places, and you throw nickels or whatever, and you get those, got a couple of bags of stuff for her, and so they're walking along, and he tries to hold her hand, which lost people did, and she wouldn't do it. And he's thinking, yeah, I spent all this money, you don't even hold my hand. <laughs> Sometimes it takes a lot of grace. We won't even say anything about early cooking efforts. I understand she's a wonderful cook now. Does a great job. But for relationships to succeed, the bottom line is sometimes it just takes a lot of grace. You have to be willing to do it. Why? Well, people aren't perfect. You've had bosses that don't appreciate you. There are know-it-alls. You don't get any credit for the hard work that you do. You may have had co-workers that were lazy. They don't work like you do. They're always goofing around, messing around, and yet they get paid the same amount you do. Teachers have students. They're lazy, don't pay attention. They're on their cell phones in class as opposed to just taking notes on them. But, you know, students have teachers that pile on the homework. Seems like they do it right before holidays also. They don't understand anything. Obviously, they don't even have a life. One day you'll have kids, you'll think they're brain dead. They'll learn nothing. They say, God's reward for letting your children live is grandchildren. And the guy's pretty close. People aren't perfect. People will disappoint you. Things happen in life that just, just come up. People don't say thank you for gifts maybe that you've given them, spent some time on. Are you one of those college students that never contacts your folks? Never call them, text them, write them a little note? People will disappoint us, take a lot of grace. And the reason for that is certainly we're not perfect. When the Bible says we're all of sin and come short of the glory of God, that's talking about relationships also. Because of our sin in our lives, we don't, we don't do things that we should do in our relationship with others. People will disappoint us. <clears throat> Spouses aren't perfect. She doesn't always keep the house like you would like it. Fellas won't always throw their clothes in the hamper. So I have the answer for that, ladies. Put a basketball hoop above the hamper. I guarantee you the clothes will at least get close. <laughs> she can't cook like mom. He doesn't keep the house fixed up like her dad used to. She nags all the time. 
He says, she won't talk to me. Takes a lot of grace. You know, even if we are perfect, men and women are different. Men are goal-oriented. Ladies are relationship-oriented. Men are fixers. Ladies are sharers. And the problem is, is often you don't understand what happens with that. So ladies, if, if, if you got your little husband there and, and something comes up, something comes up and, and you mention something that's a disappointment to you or whatever, your husband is a fixer. Now, you may not even want it fixed. In fact, most of the time you don't. You just want to talk about it and share. But we don't do that. We fix. So if you say something, we're going to fix it whether you want it fixed or not. But, fellas, please understand, sometimes she doesn't want you to fix it. She just wants you to listen, which none of us are great at. Men are fixers, women are sharers. Problems come up, us guys, we retreat to our cave so we can think about it. Now that cave is, don't bother me, I just want to think about this. Women, on the other hand, want to talk it out. They're just different. Even perfect, it takes a lot of grace. <clears throat> We're not perfect, for by grace are you saved through faith. God exercised grace, don't you think we could a little bit? So how do you exercise grace? Just a couple tips. 45 years have brought. First, avoid arguments. Arguments will not solve anything. You don't feel better after you've been in one. It doesn't accomplish anything. It's a pride issue. So avoid arguments. Proverbs 15, 12, a soft answer turneth away wrath. Take a look at areas that are of conflict and try to remove them. If there's something that is not working, then try to eliminate it or fix it so it's not an issue every single time something comes up. Fellas, if you forget to put the toilet lid down after using it, maybe you just got to fix this. Like she goes out and buys a sticker for the inside of the lid that says, close the lid. And the problem usually goes away. Eliminate areas of contention. Don't enter into an argument. It takes two to argue. If you don't enter into it, it isn't going to be an argument. Sometimes you need to just walk away. Think about it. Pray about it. And come back again later. So avoid arguments. Next, forgive and forget. Now the problem with this is we don't forget. I've heard the phrase before, you've heard the phrase before, but there is no such thing as forget. Right? The guy said, I, can't, I just can't handle it anymore. Every time we get in an argument, my wife gets historical. And he goes, don't you mean hysterical? He says, no. Anything that ever happened in our past, she brings it back up again. But what you have to do, when you forgive, you have to act as if you forgot. 
It's over, it's done with, and you, and you can't use that as a weapon later off or as a tool later on. So forgive, forget. In, in Psalm, the Bible talks about our transgressions are, as, are removed as far as the east is from the west. And in relationships, that ought to be your spirit as well. Keep short accounts. Keep short accounts. What that means is resolve issues as quickly as possible. Don't let them linger. Issues come up, get them fixed. It's been said before, let not the sun go down upon your wrath, Ephesians 4. Sometimes issues come up that, that don't get resolved, which result in greater problems later on. And those problems can be very serious in a relationship. So make sure that you keep short accounts. Defer to one another. Try to please the other. Our problem is, is we're so selfish in relationships, we want what pleases us, what makes us happy. And the very thing that would do that for us, we don't do, and that's care for the other. I'm here to tell you, guy or gal, if you take care for your spouse and are concerned about them and do what you can to please them and honor them, it'll, it'll work for you, guys and gals. It'll, it'll immediately help the relationship. Defer to one another. Try to please one another. Our, our oldest, uh, Jason and Vanessa, they're out on the East Coast, uh, serving in a church out there. Uh, they, were the, they were the couple, man, who was it? Was it Gomer Pyle and his girlfriend? Not, not anymore, unfortunately. They, they, they went through their whole courtship period well, what would you like to do? Oh, I don't care. What would you like to do? Oh, whatever you want to do. Okay, well, what would you like to do? Well, whatever you want to do. They were married seven years. I called them, was chatting with them, and, and I asked Vanessa, I said, have you guys ever had a big argument? No. No. So Mick gets married. And the day after the wedding, they're out in California. They're heading up and down Highway 1 out there. He got a red Mustang, and they're just having a great time. This is the day after the wedding. So I said, how's everything going? Oh, great, we're having a good time. Have you had any arguments yet? Yes. <laughs> Every dynamic is different. Every couple is different. You just have to learn to deal with what you have and make it work. Defer to one another. Try to please one another. And don't stop courting. It's like the guy and his wife, his wife's ticked off at him and says, you'd never tell me you'd love me anymore. And he said, I told you 20 years ago when we got married, I love you, and I'd let you know if anything changed. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work. Sounds efficient to me. But all the ladies in here are hyperventilating, right? <clears throat> Don't stop courting. Proverbs 5.18, Rejoice with the wife of thy youth. And you know what? That, that is an open-ended, unending statement. Rejoice with the one you married in your youth. It's not just saying rejoice when you're young. It's saying continue to rejoice 
over this one that you had from back when you were first courting and then ended up getting married. Do everything that you can to try to please them. Usually about once a week, I try to do something or other that, that will surprise Mrs. Hall with my romantic intent. You know, buy her a screwdriver, lawnmower, something, you know. <clears throat> try to do just a little something to let her know that she still is the most important thing in my life. Short of my relationship with God, but I wouldn't have the relationship with God I ought to have if I didn't have a good relationship with her. Don't stop courting. The Bible talks about in Galatians how we should die to ourselves. We are crucified with Christ. And as a result of that, it ought to give us the opportunity to be able to spend time with and honor and to watch over that one that God specifically made for you. Stop and think for a minute. From the beginning of time, God looked down and saw the guy that was being spoken of earlier and said, i got to come up with something special for this one. And so he created her, put her in the family that she needed to be in, in the environment growing up that she needed to be in, involved in all the things that she was involved with to be the perfect match for the knothead. We, we, they both love sports. Both love being in the water. Both love music. And, and we have gone down through life. What would you like to do? Well, this is what I'd like to do. Me too. That we're not one of the what do you want to do? I don't care what do you want to do. What do you want to do? I don't care what do you want to do. We're opinionated with that. But you know what? Everything she likes, I like. Well, the guy did. <laughs> Everything his girlfriend liked, he liked. So what's that mean? That means before time, God knew what was needed for that guy and prepared him. So you've got the one creature on the face of this earth that God made just for you. And you don't honor them. You don't care for them. You don't show a lot of grace. They're not perfect. You're not perfect. And you just need to understand. And, and by the way, this applies to any relationship. I'm not just necessarily talking about couples. This could apply dorms. This could apply to work. Just about any, any, any kind of relationship you can think of, all of this applies. Sometimes you just need to give folks credit for having a tough day and shrug and walk off and understand they probably didn't mean what they said. Oh, he hates me, mad at me. Probably not. Probably not. But you just have to understand it takes a lot of grace and certainly does to make a marriage work for 45 years. You know, she might once again begin resembling that young beauty who years before doted on you if you returned to being the young hero who constantly courted her. What you do can affect the behavior of your spouse or the other one in the relationship that you're talking about. She was worth it before, 
Why would anything have changed? And so after 45 years, three kids, eight major moves, and a lot of grace, that guy loves her more now than he ever did before. And has had to help me for 45 years that has enabled him to do what he's done. You have to know it took a lot of grace. Let's pray. Thank you for joining today's Maverick message. We hope that you found this to be inspiring and life changing. We encourage you to take some time to reflect on what you heard today. What are some key takeaways that you can apply to your own life? If you have any questions or thoughts, please feel free to leave us a comment below. We'd love to hear from you. We also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast so that you can hear more inspiring and life changing messages in the future. Thank you again for listening. God bless.